function of this brick depends on the user. One might see it as a, a weapon to throw, to tear some stuff up, and B, the other person might see it as a resource in which to build. You have been put on this earth to do so much more than just be a reaction to some evil person's nonsense. The design is to keep you so enraged, so disgusted, so distracted that you take what you should be using to build and instead you throw your bricks away, you throw your hope away, you throw your potential away. And then when it's time to build, your bricks are gone. When you free yourself from the clutches of what drains you, from the leeching power of dysfunction, oh, be prepared to pay the price. Trust the process. There are things that belong to function and there are things that belong to dysfunction. And when you part ways, you have to give back the things that belong to who they came from or risk being pulled back in. It's like that classic game of Jenga, where no matter how far you've built up the structure and the relationship, in the back of your mind, you're waiting for it to come tumbling back down because you know it always comes back to that same old undealt with issue. And then you look at somebody and you say, why do I keep going through the same things with you? It's because you allowed yourself to be comfortable playing the game. The way you lived your life before is not serving you anymore in this new situation. And it's evident because you're stuck, stuck in old loops. These old stories, these old images have power over you, stuck on what happened to you and unable to see how that situation happened for you. Now, why is the recycle such a problem? Well, it doesn't just affect you. It affects everyone that's under the power of your influence. Unresolved issues are a mess and the side effect of that mess becomes the inheritance that you leave for someone else. I mean, think about it. What issues from the past are you faced with? You may have inherited a mess that you did not create. And no, it ain't fair. But just for a second, I want you to think about not just yourself and how messed up it is that someone else has left you in this situation. But think about how much more messed up it's going to be for your children and theirs if the only example they have is of you avoiding it and adding to it. People say you can't give someone something that you've never had. But if you see the damage that's being caused because you don't have it, don't you think it's worth trying to go get? If it hurts you so much, don't turn around and hurt somebody else even more. You see, I was raised with the philosophy that it's all right to make a mess as long as you clean it up. Now, I can admit to my mess. I've made plenty of them and it has directly and indirectly affected my children, but they will be able to say that they witnessed dad cleaning up his mess. I'm not going to leave the idea that dysfunction is normal. So how do you put out the recycle? By following a principle called take only what's yours. We 
will cease from allowing others to pawn off their undealt with emotions and situations the day we realize our worth. Our confidence and self-awareness will say, "Uh uh-uh, that's not yours. Put that back. Keep it moving. You have mountains to climb. You have lives to change. You have things you need to accomplish. But before you can do that, you have to put out the recycle. What you need to remember, as many times as you re-sift through these experiences and go over them again and again, the recycle is garbage. And we're not trashy people. I live with regrets as a father. I'm not perfect. But hear me. The difference between regret and shame is this. Regret correctly implies that you have done something wrong. Whereas shame implies that something is wrong with you. I regret some of the decisions that I made. But I can only be ashamed if I willingly continue to repeat the negative cycles once I know better. Knowing better implies that I have to be present in the aftermath of my decisions in order to learn from them. It seems easy to run from yourself, but it's futile. But people try it all the time. Your child gets one shot at childhood. This is true. But as long as you both are alive and you're both willing, you can work on the parent-child relationship. Most unmet needs are simply requests that have not been communicated or not been communicated properly. Failure to communicate and failure to differentiate Wants versus needs is something that can be fixed. If we don't know how to communicate as adults, it probably stems from our childhood experiences where in our environment, we learned unhealthy communication and unhealthy conflict resolution skills. Some of us were never taught how to properly communicate, but were well-versed in manipulation. But when you see what manipulation causes as you're standing in the aftermath of your decisions, will you humble yourself and have the honest conversation with those who have learned that from you so that this negative cycle doesn't repeat itself? We can turn things around. We can get it together. We can put things back in order. We can reassemble what has been dismantled. But we have to be willing to do it in our own life first. Then we can help someone else learn the skills that we may not have known at the time so that they can grow. There's power in your words. So pay attention. Raise your awareness to what it is that you're saying and how you're conditioning yourself. What is your self-talk like? What's on your playlist? What's constantly on rotation in your mind? Thoughts affect mood, affect speech, and we speak things into reality. We are sponges, students of life, and we soak up whatever it is that we're immersed in. And when, not if, but when the pressures of life squeeze us, no matter how it is that you pretend you're one thing, what's in there is sure to come out. 
So how does one develop an astigmatism? Start with the habit of addressing the effect as though it's all that there is to it. We'll dissect an effect all day long. We'll re-examine it and examine it again as if there was no cause. We forget to look at the big picture. The reason why true and lasting change often doesn't occur is because the wrong things are addressed and the roots of a thing remain hidden. Illnesses present with symptoms and sometimes those symptoms are confused as the illness so that the illness never gets healed, never gets treated. So it's more important to know the cause so the certain set of results don't continue to be the case. Address the cause, not the effect. To change the narrative in your life, take the next step. Invest in yourself and book a life strategy coaching session with me at www.beliefinteriordesign.com. Let's start the journey of making belief reality.